Hi, you're currently listening to a message from the Camp Series of Christ for Youth International. CYI is a purpose-driven, non-denominational, and community-based youth ministry aimed at creating room for the youth to serve. Stay tuned for the upcoming message from Camp. And don't forget to grab your notebook and pen as you listen. Amen. All right, so God bless you. I'm going to share on discipleship. That's our main thing for tonight. Amen. Everybody, just close your eyes. Just begin to pray for a certain hunger, a certain encounter. Father, thank you. What a blessing. We honor you. In Jesus' name. You know, I will share with you how posture, your posture is an expression of your hunger. That's how come I always encourage people, during a service, look, there are sometimes you cannot just help but go on your knees. There are sometimes you cannot just help but lift up your hand. You, you don't need somebody to encourage you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Don't, never go through the motions of a service. Go through the service looking for Jesus. Yeah, go through the service. And I want to encourage all of you who are serving, don't be busy. Don't be too busy to miss the Lord. Because sometimes we are too busy that we miss the one we've come to meet. We are busy for him, but we've missed him. Yeah, let's be careful not not to be too busy. Some calls can wait. Some things can wait. Yeah, let's have a certain reverence. And it should, as I tell you, it shouldn't just be here. I have a meeting. Have a certain hunger. Have a certain posture. Lift up your hands. Go on your knees. Because you are looking for Jesus. Amen. Alright, so discipleship. A minister is first of all a disciple of Jesus Christ. So I'll say that a minister is first of all a disciple of Jesus. Yeah. No matter your calling, no matter your gift, your first identity is that you are a disciple. So one of the first, a minister must understand that this is your true calling. Before we start talking about which grace you have, which gift you have, please, let's focus on your identity as a disciple. That I am a disciple. I am a disciple of Jesus. I am a disciple. I am a follower of Jesus. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yeah. Because too many times, we we focus so much on a gift that we miss it. We miss the fact that we've been called to follow Jesus. When Jesus called us to follow him, he didn't call us to become superstars, but to become disciples. Being a superstar or being on the stage is a side to the main call. Your main call is that you're a disciple. You are a follower. Jesus never called you to become a superstar. He called you to become first of all a disciple. All those things are add-ons. All those things, they are the other side, there are things that come with being a true disciple. Are in the house. Yeah, so who is a disciple? Obviously, discipleship starts from a point. It starts from the point of becoming born again, of saying yes to Jesus, of accepting Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Are in the house. Yeah. So the born again experience is what starts the discipleship process. So if you are here and not born again, I'll give you a chance to say yes to Jesus. If you are here and have not said yes to Jesus, with every eye closed, I'm saying that you are not certain of your, your
your destination if you should die. You walked away from the Lord some time ago. You are just in a ministry. You are just walking around. You've not said yes to Jesus. What I'm saying is that you are not certain that if Jesus should die today, you'll go to heaven. With every eye closed. Perhaps you strayed. You walked away from him years ago. Tonight, I want to give you a chance. Bible says that as many as received him, he gave them the right, the privilege to be called the sons of God. If you are here and you are like that, I just want to give you a chance to say yes to Jesus. Just say with me, Heavenly Father, thank you for my life. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. I believe you rose up on the third day. Tonight, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I choose to follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. So I was saying that a, a, a minister, you can come down some more. A minister is first of all what? A disciple. Who is a disciple? A disciple is a follower. He's a student. He's a learner. Yeah. And you have to understand that once we've been called to become disciples, there is um, a goal for this calling. Yeah. So that you don't assume along the line that you have become a disciple or you it's enough, you stop following. Yeah. The goal of all discipleship is Christ-likeness. The goal of all discipleship is Christ-likeness. So, remember as I said, Jesus called you to follow him so that you will become like him. Yeah. Romans 8.29 For those he did for know, he also what? Did predestinate to be conformed to what? The image of what? His son that he might be the firstborn among many what? Brethren. So this is the goal. We are supposed to be conformed to the image of his son. Yeah. So until you become like Jesus, you are not stopping. Even if you have 100,000 likes, that's not the goal. Because too many times we miss it. We think that the call to be a creative, your gift is so that you become popular. Your gift is so that you look like Jesus. So you can be popular and you not look like Jesus. You have not attained the goal for which you were called. Yeah. You can be a very famous person. You can be known by everybody. We are sharing this thing so that you know what to commit your life more to. Because some of us are committing our lives to become better with our gifts. We've forgotten that this is the reason. That we've been called to be conformed to the image of his son. Yeah. To be conformed. So until we become that image, we don't stop. We keep going. We keep going. Ephesians 4 verse 11. Bible says that he himself gave some to be what? Apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Next verse. For the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So it tells us this is why he gave pastors, prophets, apostles. Next verse. So we all come to the unity of what? The faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man. So the reason why we're giving apostles, prophets, is so that the saints will be equipped. And this is the goal. So we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man. Watch. A perfect man, that's Jesus. To what? The measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So there's a measure. There's a stature. Meaning that 
there's a standard for our growth. And the standard for our growth as creatives is that we've been called to become like Jesus. That's the stature. That's the measure. You've not been called to become a better version of your old self. You've not been called to become a better Christian than your neighbor. Hey. Yeah. Because sometimes this is what there are things that we pride ourselves in. That I don't sin like this person. I don't do this kind of thing. But the, the goal is that we've been called to reach this measure. There's, there's a standard for our growth. And it's to be like Jesus. Next verse. That we should what? No longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of what? Deceitful plotting. Next verse. But speaking the truth in love may grow up. Watch. May grow up. <laughs> may grow up in him. What? In all things. Into him. Who is the head? Christ. So we've been called to grow up. Not to remain at the point. We're called to grab, to become like Jesus. And that's the call. That's the goal for everybody. That's why Paul said in Colossians 1.28, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man, you know what, wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ. The word perfect there comes from a Greek word, which means to the degree that there's no need for addition. Yeah. Paul said this is the reason. This is the goal for disciples. That we are teaching, warning every man and teaching every man that when Jesus comes, we'll present them. That when Jesus looked at them, he looked at these ones, they don't have any need for growth anymore. They don't need, because there's no room for improvement. Yeah. And that's your goal. To look so much like Jesus that when he comes, he, he finds you just like him. That's why he says, as he is, so are we in this world. He wasn't just talking about power. He was also talking about reaching this, this measure. Hey. Yeah. So that whom we preach, warning every man. That's why teaching is, I'll talk about teaching soon. It's a very important part of discipleship. That's why Matthew 28, the great commission. When Jesus looked at the disciples, he told them that, look, teaching them to observe. Without teaching, you cannot become a true disciple of Jesus. Without teaching. Tell anybody, about without teaching. You cannot become a true disciple. Yeah. So this is the goal. I hope you get the point. If you get this point, we can close and just dance a little and go and sleep. Do you get what I'm saying? That the call on your life is to be a disciple. And the goal of this discipleship process is so that you become like Jesus. So I want to ask you a question. Since last year that you came that you heard this, how far with this program because discipleship goes beyond some six months classes. Because some of you just want to finish the discipleship class and say, I'm done with discipleship. No, it's becoming like Jesus. Uh, are you in the house? Yeah. So how far can then signs you can look at in your life and say that because of this, obviously I've become more and more like Jesus. Can you say that? Can you measure? Yeah. Sisters, you can tell us how your hair has grown since last year. But what about the journey of becoming like Jesus? Uh, hmm. Amen? Some of you are on a weight um, loss exercise. You are so consistent of checking. This month, I've gone by one, down by 
one cage in this. And you can tell us, what about the journey of becoming like Jesus? What signs can you point to and say that, look, because of this, I think I am becoming like Jesus. Because we'll know, and you'll know, whether you become more and more like him. Scripture tells us how we'll know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. And discipleship will not happen, you know, it will not happen overnight. It's a lifelong process. It's an entire journey. Yeah. And the reason why we try to put you in, in, we try to come up with a structure in CY is so that we give you an opportunity to be able to measure this growth. Yeah. For example, to be a lawyer in Ghana, you can go to many schools. You get it? You can go to this school, you can go to that school. But they, they try to teach the same things. You can't say that me, I've started my university and I'm going to teach people how to become a lawyer. And then you have your different syllables. Hey. No. We should be able to teach in such a way that by the time one goes to KNUST to go and study law, another person goes to Wisconsin. Game Park. Which are the people who do law again? Legon. By the time we all come together, we can say that truly, we are all lawyers. Hey, are in the house. Yeah. Else, what will happen is that somebody will say, this is my lawyer, and I believe he's a lawyer. With all my heart. And that's what some of us are doing. You are following Jesus, I believe I'm a follower of Jesus, but there's nothing that we can use to measure. There's no systematic process. A doctor goes through a systematic process to become a doctor. He doesn't stay somewhere and say, I'm a doctor. Bring me a patient. You would you go to search a doctor. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So we must become more and more. And every year is a year to become. You are learning. So one of the things you have to understand is that if we are going to become like Jesus, then you must keep being a learner. You must be ready to learn. Tell anybody you must be ready to learn. You must be ready to learn. Yeah. Where do we learn from? Our first point of study is obviously the word of God. Yeah. We cannot know God outside his word. John 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. We cannot know God outside his word. So a true disciple, a follower of Jesus, one of the things we'll be seeing in your life is that you study, you study the way. Yeah. Creatives are in the house. You must learn to study. You must sit down to read the word for yourself, not for the people you are going to minister to. Hey. Too many times, our study is to prove to the world something. Yeah. yeah. Do you know you can be so busy with your gifts that you don't study? You can be so busy with your gift that you don't make time to read the Bible. Yeah. You can be so, look, the greatest content is the content that comes from the word of God. <laughs> Are you in the house at all? Yeah, so you must go back to the word. Tell anybody you must go to the word daily. Oh, shake your neighbor and say you must go to the word daily. You must go to the word daily. You must go to the word daily. Yeah, daily. Tell your neighbor daily, 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 daily. Yeah. So a disciple is a student. Are you a student? From the beginning of this year, have you been a student, a student of Jesus? Hey. Yeah. You are saying yes because you want to pay 250 CDs for the camp. But I'm saying, are you a true student of Jesus? Yeah. 
If we come to your house, will we, re- will we realize that you, you have books, you've studied the word of God and you've written into? Hey, you have a wardrobe, but you have a book that you've written, you've studied, the things you've learned. Yeah. So now your knowledge of God is not my pastor says, my pastor says. Because easily creatives easily quote what a pastor says. Sometimes it's not even in the Bible. Yeah. I in the house. Yeah. If they ask you, where is this in the Bible? Creative, can you look for it for us? Can you, can you know whether this is truly in the Bible? Heaven helps those who help themselves. Can you show us? Can you show us? Can you show us in the Bible? No one goes to the presence of God and lives the same. Can you show us, Madam Creative? Yeah. Yeah. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Madam, can you show us where it is in the Bible? Yeah. Hey. So if you create this time to quote, all you can tell us is what your grandmother told you. Be, tell, tell your neighbor, look, be a student. Shake your neighbor and say, be a student. Be a student. Be a student. Be a student. A disciple is a student. He's a student. To be effective at what God has called you to, you must be a student. Let me show you a scripture. 2 Timothy 3 verse 15. And that's from a child. Thou hast known the holy scriptures. Which are able to make you wise for salvation. Through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Look at the next verse. All scripture. All scripture. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it's profitable. Scripture is profitable. If you are looking for something that is profitable in this life, it's scripture. All scripture is profit. When, what happens when you are reading your Bible? or you are listening to a good sermon is that you are adding profits to your life. Yeah. You are increasing your life with some profits. All scripture is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, hey, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Most of us quote, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The reason that, that doesn't mean so much to you is because you don't go back to the scripture that instructs you in this life or this identity of being the righteousness of God. So today we said, you, they tell you are the righteousness of God. You don't really know what does it mean. Because the word of God is supposed to instruct you in this righteousness you receive. Next verse. That's, next verse please. That the man of God may be complete. Watch, we saw this word though. What makes us complete is the word of God. Hey. Thoroughly equipped for every good work. Yeah. Is ministering as a creative a good work? What makes us equipped, what makes us complete and thoroughly equipped is the word of God. Let's look for another version. Another version. God uses it, the word of God, to prepare. Hey, God uses the word to prepare you. Hey. Their dance moves, we know, is good. But look, there is the word of God that God uses to prepare you. Yeah. Mr. Song Minister, we know you are doing your, um, what are the things? You don't even know them again. Yeah. Yeah. You know this thing, the song arrangement, this is coming here. Hey, and that, and that, you are preparing for, to minister, but the greatest way that you are prepared is the word of God. That's the greatest way. The greatest way. The greatest way. Mr. Dancer, the greatest way is the word of God. Mr. Rapper, the greatest way is the word of God. Mr. Rapper, it's not just about the lines and the rhymes. It's the word of God that is in the lines and the rhymes. Yeah. 
telling you. Telling you. Yeah. Is the word of God involved? Hey. Yeah. That's what prepares you. Prepares you and equips his people to do every good work. Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. You don't have to open. Acts 10, 13. With the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good? Hey, one of the ways you and I can do good as the anointing and the word. The word of God. Your ability to be a good minister. Oh, it's the word of God. It's the word of God. Yeah. It's the word. You, you know you can be a popular minister without being a good minister. Yeah. Because ask yourself. Your dance, you are dancing. People are dancing. Hey. You are singing, you are singing. People are singing. But what makes yours good? is <laughs> the word of God. The difference, the difference maker is the word of God. The difference maker is the word of God. Yeah. Another version. Then you will be God's servants, fully matured, hey, and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment God gives you. Wow. As a minister, many assignments God will give to you. What prepares you is the word of God. What prepares you? Look, I'm not against rehearsal, but I'm telling you the greatest rehearsal is the word of God. That's the greatest way to rehearse and prepare. Too many times we focus on the externals and we forget that, look, there should be a heart that is ministering. Yeah. And this heart that is ministering should be filled with the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. The word of God. Don't follow that. You have to be popular. All those things are, look, people have been popular before. But there are some people you realize that they are are ministry, like somebody, not not that, there are not other people like that, but I can use, uh, for example, look at someone like Don Mon. Yeah, you realize that he's a weird person. Really, really weird. There are times he's doing a music concert and he has his Bible by him, just recordings in his house or whatever. He has his Bible by him. He just goes to them because he's prepared for everything. That's why he's been relevant since the 90s. Hey, since the 80s. You see albums uh, on my laptop. See albums. Yeah. And the songs are still relevant today. Yeah. He is prepared for every good work. He is prepared for every good work. Yeah. Every assignment. Look, what you are doing now is not the complete assignment. So there are many things God is going to bring your way. There are many places God is going to bring you into. The way you can prepare is the word of God. Instead of looking for a new stage, look for the word. The word. Look for direction. Instead of asking, now, look, I have to be invited here. Go into the word of God. That is the way God prepares you and he can put you on a stage. Too many times we are in a hurry to move to the stage when God hasn't asked us to be there. Yeah. The reason why sometimes we just sprout and we don't flourish is because we are not prepared enough. We are not prepared. Look, God has many things to do. God has many people to reach. God has countries and cities that are waiting for your gifts. But it's not, he wants to prepare you. That's how come you must be a student of the word. That's why you have to take the study of the word. Two years ago, I remember, I said at Camp Discover, how to study your word. I said for about two hours, practical ways to go about a good Bible study. I can tell you that over 90% of creatives, it's possible you've not gone back to it. Yeah. A to J, it's good to be looking for new shanda to wear. Printing new shirts. 
changing the hairstyle. Now when they do like this, you, I mean, you should realize that everybody's one is going, hey! It's part, it's part of preparation. <laughs> but the greatest preparation is that you are, you've come to the stage and you are filled with the word of God. You've come to the stage and you are filled with the word of God. You see, because let me show you guys, your assignment goes beyond the stage. The good God has called you to do goes beyond the stage. The stage is how many minutes? Five, ten minutes. There's a life to live out there as a creative. And the way you can be relevant even there is the word of God. The word of God. The word of God. Pastor, that's admonish us. Get a steady Bible. How many creatives here? Let me see your hand if you have a steady Bible with your name, not somebody, your father's name or your. Let me see. With a steady Bible. Yeah. How many of you have studied at least two topics this, this year? This year, you've studied two topics in the Bible. I'm not saying, have you read? You've studied two topics. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Song Minister, have you studied on praise in the Bible? Have you studied on worship in the Bible? Yeah. Mr. Instrumentalist, why have you studied on instrumentals in the Bible? Why have you studied? Have you read or have just come there and you're hitting bush, shine, bush, shine, you've gone home? Have you studied? What does the word say about your gifts? What does the word say? Mr. Dancer, what does the word say about your gifts? Mr. Rapper, what does the word say about your gifts? About your gifts. About your gifts. About your gifts. Yeah. Too many times you don't study. That's how come we, we are not relevant for long. Yeah. That, that's how come our... our our, our gift ends with us. Look, God, when God calls a man, the goal is not just the man. God doesn't want your gift to end with you. The nations are waiting for your gift. That's how come discipleship is a core part of your calling. Yeah. Because it doesn't end with you. Look at anybody God has used greatly. It doesn't end with the person. Yeah. Look at what Paul was telling Timothy. He said, that what I'm committing to you, look for faithful men committed to them. And those people are also going to be committed to other people. He was talking about, about three generations. As he was speaking, he said, look, there are three generations attached to you hearing what I'm saying. You might think that it's just you in the service, but there are two other generations beyond you. And that's why you must, you must say that there are two other generations beyond you. And if you don't study, you can just be there, be quoting African proverbs as a creative. That is not how to raise people. Quotes the word of God. What does the word of God say? Read the Bible and tell us what's in the Bible and stop all these African proverbs. Hmm. Hmm. I don't even know what was I even saying before I got here. <laughs> yeah. Hey! Tell anybody, it's time to study the word. It's time to study the word. Paul told Timothy, study to show yourself approved unto God. Steady to show you steady, and what he's saying that you don't study to show yourself approved to men, you study to show yourself approved to God. Sometimes when you are reading the Bible, you are just looking for an opportunity. Say this for that they don't make a mistake. Hey, that I should give exhortation five minutes. I'll show them that it's not only them that the Lord has called, that the Lord has been preparing me at the backside of the desert. Yeah, yeah, come see a man. Uh, hey. Yeah. So if you are reading your Bible, you are just looking for hey, so which stage will this word be relevant for? Hey. Which group is waiting for this word? Which stadium is going to be filled for this word? The word of God is for you. 
Study to show yourself approved that God can look at you and say that this guy knows the way. This guy knows my way. Yeah. Not just quoting the Bible, but really knowing the way, knowing the spirit of scripture, knowing what the word of God says. The reason why there's a mess sometimes when you look at gospel artists, especially in the country that starts with Jane, is because some, not all, some of these artists are not Bible people. Yeah. They identify with Jesus, but they are not followers. They are not disciples. Because for you to be able to stand on a stage and utter some things, you don't know Jesus. You don't know Jesus. You don't know. Because you don't even know that the ambassadors, that the day you hold the microphone on the stage, you represent heaven more than you represent the people. You represent heaven more than you represent your personal ideas and your agenda. They don't know. They don't know. Since so I can listen to a gospel artist and say, really? Did you just say this? Did you just say this? Yeah. After you've been given a stage, this is all you could tell us. Oh. Yeah. You realize that the people, they don't know the Lord. They don't follow him. They are just, on, they are just there. They are, gift, they are focused so much on their gift and the stage. Guys, we need to study you. We need to know what the word of God says. Yeah. For yourself. Look, where the world is going to, you need to know the, the word of God. Yeah. yeah. But Manasseh said, there's no degree or we cannot imagine what God can do with a teachable person. You cannot measure it. Like, how God can use this life if it's teachable. You, you, you cannot make, you, we, we can't think about it because it will go beyond our expectation. Yeah. Yeah. That's how come you are in, how can you be a creative if you don't listen to Kingdom Move podcast? How many creatives can say here that you've listened to 20 messages on the Kingdom Move podcast this year? Let me see your hand. It's amazing. Any, please look around. It's amazing. So what are you listening to? What are you listening to? You've not listened to 20 of your shepherd's messages. Oh. Yeah. Because we are familiar. It's not, it's not. The titles of the messages are not cloudless intimacy. Yeah, baby, I will say cloudless intimacy. Yeah. So you like something. Epicospal manifestations of trans, trans culture. Hey! When you see like this, say, wow, this must be God. This must be God. Yeah. This is it. This is what I've been looking for to change my life. Yeah. You're creative in this ministry. You don't listen to the Kingdom Move podcast. That's why we are having the trouble we are having. Yeah. And tomorrow, by God's grace, God will give me confidence, grace, courage to mention some of these troubles. Yeah. And talk about it freely. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's why we are having some of these things. Because you are not listening. Guys, some of you are not following. You are not listening enough. Yeah. You are not listening. You are not listening. Amen. So, a disciple is what? A learner. He's teachable. He can be taught. Too many times, creatives cannot be taught. Yeah. Because they think that it's their gifts that defines them. But they forget that, no, it's the fact that you're a disciple, that's what defines you. So, a disciple is actually a student. He's a learner. So, how come you, you, you can't be taught? You, no matter your gift, you should 
be able to be taught. Somebody should be able to sit you down and teach you. And teach you. And share the word of God. You must be able to listen to what we are teaching. And what we are sharing with you. You must be able to listen to it. How many of you have gone back to the last year's come discovered messages? You realize that most of us have not gone back. Why you've come again for another word and you'll be here next year again. Yeah, you must go. You know, the scriptures, the word of God teaches us patiently and over a period of time. Yeah, not in a hurry. That's the patience of scriptures. Little by little. You listen to a 45 minutes message today and maybe all you receive is just one line. All that enters your heart is just one line. But you listen another time and another line comes. So little by little, then growth is coming to you. But too many times, we, we are not patient. We are not patient to listen over and over again. Guys, be a true disciple. Tell anybody, be a true disciple. Be a true disciple. Amen. Yeah. A disciple is a follower. If you are a disciple, you should be a follower. Mark 1, 16 to 17. And as he walked by the sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then Jesus said to them, follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. Hey, this is where true discipleship starts from. Ministry starts from following. We must never lose sight of the one who has called us to follow him more. Because you can be in the thing and not be following Jesus. I hope you know that. You can be around and not be following Jesus. You can be around and you are following some. You've created some model in your mind that this is who you are going to become. And daily you are progressing towards this. You must, be, you must not lose sight of the fact that it's Jesus you are following. It's Jesus who has called you and him that you are following. That's why Paul said, imitate me as I follow Christ. As I follow the Lord Jesus, follow me. Be certain that you don't lose sight of the fact that every day of your life you are following Jesus, guys. Every day is Jesus you are following. Why must we follow? Only a true disciple can be a representative of Jesus. Only a true disciple. God is looking for people to carry his influence. That goes beyond administration time. Hey. You are an I testify, but it doesn't mean right if after you come and testify, your calling ends. No. At your workplace, you must be a true disciple of Jesus. The way you can truly represent Jesus wherever you find yourself in is out there. Out there. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. Remember, good works. So that they glorify your Father who is in heaven. Before men. Other people. <laughs> yeah. Are you a true representative of Jesus wherever you find yourself? If you are not, then it's possible you are not following Jesus. Yeah. Maybe you're a fan, but you're not a follower. Maybe you're a fan of Jesus. You like him. You like things about him, but you are not really following him. Yeah. Do you know when Jesus walked on it, many people were around, but not, not all followed. Not all were interested in following. Jesus even gave us scenarios. He said somebody organized, he called people to come for a banquet or something. Everybody had a reason not to follow. And truly, you can be here, but you have a reason why you don't want to, to entirely follow this Jesus. 
You have a reason. Make sure you are following. Ask your neighbor, are you really following? Are you following Jesus? Are you following Jesus? Because if it's Jesus you are following, sometimes you meet obstacles along the line. You can be in a department and something happens, but because it's Jesus you are following, you are still consistent and you keep going. Yeah. You are consistent. Some of you are following a nice A to J leader. So the day he stops being nice, you stop going for rehearsal. Yeah, you've missed it. You've missed it. Yeah, you've missed it. Yeah. So the day the MD talks to you in a way you don't like, oh, you are gone. You are gone. Because you came for a... It's not Jesus you are looking for. Hallelujah. Are in the house at all? Yeah. The way you represent Jesus at your workplace is that you are truly a disciple. Amen. We must be known as disciples before ministers. Yeah. Some people, they invite you for a program right now. They don't add minister to your name. You call them. Check their design. Check their design. <laughs> yeah. You call the person, guys, I think you are missing something. They've left minister out of your name. Yeah. yeah. Give honor to one. <laughs> When I was at the seminary, one day we did some project, some project work, and then my group, we, we wrote Reverend and then my lecturer's name, and we left out the doctor. Yeah. My group minus five. He said, do you know, do you, he said, do you know how many, how many years and how much went into getting this DR day? Yeah. And then dots. Yeah. Hey, it was easy for my group, I tell you. <laughs> How many of you can gladly introduce yourself as a disciple of Jesus? That I'm a follower. I'm just a follower of Jesus. Yeah. Or how many of your friends can say obviously you're a follower of Jesus? Hey. Yeah. Some of you are talking about secular music. You come, Mr. Lafamil member. You come and they are talking about secular music. They involve you because they know you know. Yeah. Yeah. They know you know. They know you know. Yeah. They know. Yeah. <laughs> you are dancing to the same music in the office. Hey. You are singing the same song. They know you know the thing. So you cannot say that you are. Look, a disciple is different. By the time a disciple is in an office, they know that this person, this one is a true follower of Jesus. Yeah, this one is a true follower of Jesus. But too many times, we have to introduce ourselves. That, you know, I go to church and all. So if you are discussing porn and you show up, they might ask you. Yeah. Now have you seen, do you know this actress? Do you know this person? Who do you think is better at the craft? This one or this one? Huh. What a shock. Because they know that you know. Amen. So why, why do we follow? I, I told you that when we follow, it makes us true representatives. Two, another reason why we follow is that we become better leaders when we follow. The way to learn to lead is to learn to follow. The most practical way to learn to lead. Yeah. Attracting 
Yeah. The way to learn to lead is to learn to follow. Some of you follow a little and you stop it. Look. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So God uses our following to lead us. Another reason why you must follow is because it takes a disciple to raise another disciple. If you don't follow, you can never raise another disciple. You know? One of the ways we know you are a disciple of Jesus is because you have a disciple. A carpenter is known by wardrobe and praise. What are the things? Bed. Chair. Table. Hey, stool. What? Different designs. Yeah. Woodcrafts. It's, um, just use carpenter. It's making it simple for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A welder is known by what he does with metal. Yeah. That's how you, 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 you can never go and meet a welder and you go to his workplace and what he's doing is he's cooking food. No, that's not his work. So you are known by what you produce. If you are a disciple, then you should have disciples. That's the, one of the easiest ways to know whether you are a follower of Jesus or whether you are a true disciple. Where are your disciples? I like how the place has become quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said, if you are a leader and nobody is following you, perhaps you are taking a stroll. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, you've just taken a stroll in the area. <laughs> yeah. Where's your disciple? Mr. Rapper, since you started rapping, who have you raised as a disciple of Jesus? Because that, you are a disciple before you are a minister or you are anything. Where are your disciples? Yeah. We know you've grown in your craft, but what about the people who are following you? What about that? Because when Jesus was giving the command to go and make disciples of all nations, they did not say go and raise only singers. He said go and raise disciples. People who look like me. Yeah. Yeah. So where are your disciples? Can you check your phone right now and just send them a message that, look, the pastor is talking about you right now. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Too many times, too many times, too many times, we are focused on wrong things. Too many times. Guys, there must be somebody who is following you. There must be somebody you are pouring your life into. There's somebody you are, you are, you are teaching the word of God to. Yeah. When you look at the early church, look through the book of Acts. Everybody seemed to be attached to somebody. Everybody seemed to be leading somebody. Everybody seemed to be pouring his life into somebody. Everybody. It just shows you that, look, we, it looks like we have drifted away from the, the truth. You think they never had singers during their time? Hey. They had. Yeah. Even, even in the Old Testament. Do you know how many full-time singers David had? Full-time singers. All they did was that they sang. That was full-time job. Do you know how many were there? How many full-time singers are in the world today? Sure. You try it and you will see. <laughs> yeah. Hey, are you in the house at all? Yeah. 
So people have been singing all this while, but the call on your life is to raise disciples. Yeah, to raise disciples. If you meet Jesus, that's one of the things you are going to talk about gladly. Yeah. When we get to heaven, when you are talking to the Lord Jesus, you'll be sharing with him how you raised your disciples. The challenges that you met. Yeah. How they'll go off and you bring them back again. Yeah. How you are leading them, but they don't want to be led. You have to pray. How you cried over their salvation. How you cried over them. Yeah. Who have you been praying for? What are you are praying for? Yeah. Perhaps you have time for those wrong things because you have not committed to the main thing of being a disciple who is committed to raising other disciples. Yeah. Guys, when you meet the Lord Jesus, one of the things you talk about is who you raised. Where are your disciples? Where are the people who are following you? Yeah. Are you in the house at all? Uh, the reason why sometimes we also encounter problems when I'm going to disciple people is that we ourselves we've not been disciple. We've not followed. So we don't know how to lead people who are following us. That's sometimes somebody starts following after Charlie, you know, make we all survive. All of us are trying to make it, you know, is this too much? Yeah. Because you've not followed enough. Or you are not following. Yeah, because when you are following, somebody is leading you, so you can also lead other people. Following, it builds capacity in you to lead other people. Hey, are you in the house? Yeah, too many times we are not following. Hallelujah. Are you in the house at all? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Let's just rise. Let's just rise for some two minutes. Thank you for listening to this message. Hope you've been blessed. For more information and resources, visit any of our social media platforms. The website for the ministry is www.connectcyi.org. Instagram is at ConnectCYI. And Facebook is Christ for Youth International.